0: Super Talk Mississippi media production. Gateway Rescue Mission, meeting the physical and spiritual needs of the homeless right here in Jackson, Mississippi. Check us out at www.gatewaymission.org.
1: His passion and love for Mississippi is why he's here. This
0: is the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews show from the Citizens Bank studio. Uh, I've really enjoyed that conversation with Jeff Duncan. And now I want to move over to my next guest, Michael Borky, who's a producer for Sports Talk Mississippi. He's also a host there. And uh, someone I've actually been looking forward to spending some time with. How you doing, Michael?
0: Man, I'm doing really well.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, you know this well, too. But during the breaks is when you get a chance to kind of chat. And, uh, you know, you, it's always interesting to hear my guests get to know each other better. But, you and uh, Jeff Duncan had an immediate connection, didn't you?
0: Yeah, it's funny. So I I am a Saints and Pelicans fan, but I'm not from Mississippi or Louisiana. I I grew up in upstate South Carolina and uh, went to school at Ole Miss. Uh, That's what brought me to Mississippi. But I didn't have a pro sports team. Where I grew up was halfway in between Charlotte and Atlanta, basically. And I didn't really care for either the Panthers or the Falcons really didn't like the Falcons. So I guess saints fandom was just ingrained in me as it turns out, but moved to Mississippi, went to college, got the job here with super in Jackson and my first apartment, I got an apartment that I couldn't afford. And so I just had the, uh, the basic cable package that came with my lease and I couldn't watch any other NFL games on Sunday besides the saints and it came with Fox Sports New Orleans. So I got the, the the Pelicans. And I just decided in that moment, I mean, I love New Orleans. I had been a dozen or so times in college. I love this city. And I don't have any pro sports teams. Forget it. I'm just going to be a Saints and a Pelicans fan now. It's the worst. How did you become a fan story of all time? Like, I didn't have that moment when I was seven where my dad took me to the dome. And, you know, Joe Horton threw me as headband or whatever. I didn't have any of that. It's just an apartment I couldn't afford gave me a cable <laughs> package. And so I just kind of decided to adopt them from there, but I go to a saints game a year and, and multiple Pelicans games a year. And, and I've loved it. And so getting to, to talk to Jeff about that was funny because you know, I grew up in the upstate where Zion is from. And so yeah. the six degrees of separation, if you have ties, uh, I, I know th- this, we're not talking about Mississippi, but I swear if you have ties to Mississippi in any way, the six degrees of separation becomes two. And yeah. so I, you introduced me to Jeff Duncan, and in a second, it's like, hey, we you covered Zion, and I got to go see Zion play in high school, and now here we are talking to each other. It's tiny. Yeah, it is, a,
1: it is it's really amazing. Um, you grew up in South Carolina, huh?
0: Greenville, uh, South Carolina. Went to mm. Malden High School, technically. So I say Greenville. I grew up in Malden, which yeah. is like saying to somebody from out of state, I'm from Jackson when really you live in Ridgeland. It's just that's the central uh, location. Um, yeah, I went to Malton High School, and our claim to fame is uh, the the guy from the the Make Seven Up Yours commercials. Uh, he went to my high school, so that that's that's all we got. It's him and <laughs> uh, and me, I guess. I mean, that, that's all we've produced since then. So, not well, particularly was, uh, good.
1: Uh, well, night, was, Sun Herald, the newspaper in Blacksea, was part of what a company called Knight Ritter. For many many years, and then they merged with a company called McClatchy. But anyway, I spent um, I spent time in Columbia, and in Myrtle Beach, and Hilton Head, and then of course up in North Carolina, we owned Raleigh and Charlotte. Spent a lot of time in Charlotte. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's a great it's a great part of the country. You get to go home very often.
0: I do. And, it, you know, going to do that for Christmas, of course, because all of my family, everybody is is yeah. still back that way. So I'm looking forward to that. But I mean, Mississippi's my home now. Right. I, I've been yeah. here for 14 years or about to be 14 years. I moved here in the fall of 2010. So uh, it's been that long. I was educated here and my son was born here. So, uh, I mean, I, I'm a Mississippian through and through now and, and I'm not going anywhere. So uh, as much as South Carolina is home uh, for me, this is actually home. Now, well, Michael, we're very
1: proud of that. Yeah, we're very, very lucky to work with Super Talk Mississippi Media. Uh, and I had retired in 2016. I was not I was not didn't plan to work again and I was kind of enjoying retirement. It got Steve and Kim reached out to me. I took several months to think about it. So I joined this company. And the more you know, I didn't know I, I knew obviously from a competitive point of view, I knew how to how to go up against radio and sell digital and print and whatever. But I didn't know a whole lot about radio until I joined this company, and what I've gotten to know about what Steve has built, what Kim has been part of, what you guys are part of, what I'm now part of, is that they built this incredible multimedia company while other radio companies were selling out and going to more national you know, approaches and the locals gone and all of that. Um, Steve decided to take a totally different approach. And what he built with the twelve stations of Super Talk and then the other the other uh, uh, fourteen stations, and then with the with the Super Talk news network that goes to over fifty one stations in the state, man, we are we are lucky to be with a guy who is innovative and focused on how he can help de- you know develop a foundation for media coverage that that enables us to not only cover the state, but also make a contribution back to the state. We are lucky to be at this company, aren't
0: we? Oh, we are. And especially when you look, as you mentioned, you look around and what big market radio and media is doing now. There was a story a while ago that a sports station in Detroit decided to fold all of their local programming and they were airing national shows. But because of the company that owned the station, they were getting their their news updates during the break from Philadelphia. So you had a Detroit sports radio station getting updates about the Eagles and the Flyers and the Phillies. It's how do you ever think that that's going to work? And so I mean, it takes more investment to to cover local uh, like yeah. this. You have to spend more, but uh, I mean, you're going to develop a loyal audience. I mean, it's it's unbelievable the the volume of people that listen to our show and have, I mean, since before I joined. Um, so we're talking eight years ago. Uh, I, I've been with the show, I think, for eight years. And, and people have been there since before I got on, for sure. But, I mean, there are people that that remember, I mean, things like my hairstyle. And, and I, I told a story about the, the time where I was fishing at my apartment. I had a, I had a crush on a girl uh, that lived in my apartment complex, but I was too much of a wuss to talk to her. And this is eight <laughs> years ago we're talking about. <laughs> And and I'm fishing at the pond in our apartment complex, and there were alligators that lived in the pond. And one, as she, of course, she's driving by on the way out. One comes up out of the water, like 20 feet from me. He wasn't attacking me. He was just coming up out of the water. And it scared me so much I like fell backwards and flailed my arms. And and she saw me doing that and laughed at me. And that was the only interaction I ever had with this girl. So I'm telling the story on the air. People still bring that up eight years later. Isn't and fun? so the, the loyalty that local people, people in Mississippi, will give to you by just giving them their due, it, it's unbelievable. And so the, the investment uh, is a lot, but the return on that investment is, is loyalty and honor from the people that live in your backyard.
1: Hey, but Michael, the thing that I came to appreciate as a, as a newspaper publisher is that the key to success was local, local, local. People care about things that are near them. They care about governments that are near them. They they think they care about politics that are near. They care about what's going on in their neighborhood. They care about the about the sports that are taking place in the sphere that they're interested in. It's one of the reasons why I think sports talk has been so darn successful. You guys. You knock it out of the park all the time, but what makes it? It's just like with the conversation we're having with Jeff Duncan a few minutes ago. What makes you guys so good? It's not that you have an opinion about everything; it's that you're doing your homework and you got incredible sources, so you're in touch with people. You're. Why do you think the podcasts have so many downloads? I mean, people pay attention to this. So we're we're you know we're a very important radio company that has has you know developed a foundation that that people engage with. But the, uh, it's a radio company that's become a multimedia company now, both you know, with with Supertalk TV and YouTube and, and Facebook and your favorite podcasts and all the things that lay on top of that, hitting on all these different cylinders. When you can deliver the local, local, local in the way that we do, it almost guarantees success. And what's happened is every other company is going away from that. And I don't think that's a good place to be. I think where we are is the place to be. And I would say power to Steve and Kim and the team at Supertalk and uh, and you guys for, for the work that you do to make yourselves relevant. Because if you're not relevant, man, people aren't going to remember that story you told.
0: No. And uh, I, I love that story. Kind of. I love that. It's kind of an embarrassing story on, uh, on my end. But, yeah, they're always here. And especially – and it's been through it all. Right. I mean, we, we've we had a football season where, where Mississippi State underachieved and fired their coach and and Ole Miss was really good. And so so people tuned into that. But we've had years where uh, both teams were uh, remarkably underwhelming. I mean, you, you, you think back to, you know, 2019, for example, not mm-hmm. a great year for for college football here in, in Mississippi, but the, the people were there and and they're always going to be there. I mean, of course there's ebbs and flows as the teams are good, we we get more of the uh um casual listener, but our core audience is, has never left. And I mean, we've been through changes. We welcom- welcomed on Hey Dad, uh years after I joined and the audience is, is still there and so we've we've been through changes. With, with lineup, and we've changed format and we've changed how we engage the audience. What we got away from phone calls and, and just in the, use the text line, and, and through all these changes, it's still there. there's one constant, and it's
1: well, look, look, when change, when you have uh, a, a beloved coach at Mississippi State who dies, you know, just unexpectedly, the way that it happened, and you see the change that has erupted since then, and all these twists, man, people trust us, they trust us. To come to this, this, to you guys, to get the latest and the and the, and because man, it's heartfelt. I mean, the, especially when you think about the, the chapters that, that Mississippi State has been through. Hey, when we come back on the other side, I'll give you an opportunity to actually respond to that. And then we'll talk about the Peach Ball. What an exciting game that's going to be for Ole Miss. I, I, I know that everyone is super excited about it. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation uh, about the, the, the strength of sports talk here on Super Talk Mississippi Media. We'll see you after this.
0: back to more of the Ricky Matthews show on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews show from the Citizens Bank studio. I have my friend Michael Borky, who's a producer at Sports Talk Mississippi and also a host. You know his voice well. I'm intrigued by him because, first of all, he's good at what he does. He's got a great voice. He's super enthusiastic about it, but so so are his uh, compatriots on Sports Talk. But, you know, you heard what I said a few minutes ago, Michael, about following the sort of the ebb and flows of the pain of Mississippi State and what they've been through. Uh, and we'll come to Ole Miss next, but, but Gosh, man, I mean, people turned to sports talk during those difficult moments, didn't they?
0: Yeah, and it was it was truly an unfathomable thing um, and unprecedented. Uh, I mean, so from a coverage standpoint, uh, we've, we've none of us have ever covered anything like that before. I mean, people pass away. It's a, a tragic fact of life, but not somebody like that at that time— Doing what they do, and so from a coverage perspective, it was hard to try to figure out, you know, how to do this and do it the right way because, you know, he he had to go to the hospital, and and then there, some some time passed, like two days passed before um, the the official announcement, and so having to to cover it from a media perspective while also realizing the the human side of it and and the impact, it, it was it was a very odd time, and now nobody should feel sorry for us about that. But that, that was a, a very odd time uh, to, to do this because it, you're talking about a legend. You're talking about somebody that has changed college football forever. People, will, and and not just because he was goofy and fun and like was a very interesting guy. I mean, like from a football perspective, he changed the sport forever. Mike Leach will always have an impact on college football forever. And I, I mean that literally. So you're, you're talking about, that and the human element and and the unprecedented nature but also okay Mississippi State football is going to play in 2023 so they they have to they have to act because the balancing all of that was was a very it was a very difficult thing to do uh, to try to balance the sensitivity of it while also doing right by honoring somebody that's so impactful by the sport while also Trying to to figure out what Mississippi State needs to do next because they needed to to act fast with the calendar the way it was there was so much happening in such a short period of time and I mean it's been a year now it was a year this week yeah. and uh, I mean his his impact and and legacy on the sport is uh, has very obviously not been forgotten uh, at all. And it's just, it's a you know, tragedy he was,
1: a, but. he was such an interesting guy And I immersed myself in what you guys Had learned about him and your relationships With him and the conversations you've had with him Along the way, but how philosophical He was, and I think In his death, people came to really appreciate Just the depth of his thinking, his intellectual Capacity, and yeah. how he Was able to use that capacity to As you well say um, Change the, the face of, of football I mean, it's a really an incredible story and hopefully Mississippi State arises. Looks like they got themselves a good coach, and and we'll have we'll have uh, we'll have some success going forward. So uh, Ole Miss uh, Peach Bowl, you know, got it got a great opponent opponent in Penn State. Uh, I mean, it's been a great year for for Ole Miss, really.
0: Absolutely, and it's the Penn State's the best of both worlds. If you if you're going to play in an Access Bowl, I think Penn State was the team that you wanted to play against for multiple reasons. I, I mean. For example, Oregon's got to play Liberty. And w- with all due respect to, to Liberty, th- that's not an opponent that you get excited about. Uh, Liberty's going to be very overmatched uh, in that game. It's just a, a fact of it. So yeah, you you avoided having to play Liberty. And you also avoided playing Ohio State. Now, th- their quarterback's already gone. I understand that. But Ohio State, I believe, is is a lot more talented than that of Penn State. But Penn State is a brand, a big brand, and you will get a lot of notoriety if you win the game. So it's, it's a perfect balancing act. You get the big brand, you get the notoriety, you get the big game, but also it's a winnable game. Like you don't have to play Ohio State, and I know they're also in the SEC, so it wouldn't happen. But like you avoided Georgia or somebody like that, and you also avoid Liberty. So it's a nice reward for, for a really, really good season. Uh, the 12-team playoff is coming next year. Old Miss would have made it. That's what this confirmed is, is they would have been one of the 12 teams in the playoff had it been uh, this year. And, and Old Miss is number eight, tied for eighth in all of college football and Access Bowl appearances. So it's validation for your program. And I mean, it's just positive, positive, positive. There is not a single downside uh, to, to the Peach Bowl whatsoever. And uh, Old Miss fans are rightly very excited about the game And on top of that, they're able to return almost all of the players from this year's team going into next year as well. So so times are really good uh, in Oxford for football right now.
1: Does does Lane Kiffin still surprise you? Because what's happened, we've seen this evolution of the NIL and transfer portal and all that. He was always a good recruiter, but. Does he surprise you that he's actually playing ball, especially as the as it still continues to ratchet up the expectation?
0: Yeah, so for for all of the the stuff uh, that is said about Kiffin uh, when it comes to getting fired on the tarmac, for example, he he's got that nickname that everybody knows from his time at, at Alabama and, and the tweets and all of those things th- that come with with Lane Kiffin, and you forget that when it comes to football, he's brilliant. And on top of all of that, he has embraced this new era as good as any coach in college football has. And without embracing all of this, as frustrating as it can be for a coach, I imagine, him doing that and having the foresight to do that is why Ole Miss is where they are uh, today, paired with the institutional support, of yeah,
1: it's Yeah, exci- it really is exciting, and congratulations to Ole Miss. Michael, I've enjoyed visiting with you. we got to get together more often. You know, I'm amazed that we haven't been together already, but you have a you have a good holiday, my friend.
0: You do the same. Thank you. Anytime.
1: This has been uh, Michael Borky from the Sports Talk Team. Listen, have a great weekend, and we'll see you on Monday morning.
0: A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.